Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? Stanio Smooth here. I wanted to show you guys a cool thing we're doing. This podcast is sponsored by Canada Dips, the newest lineup to the dip game, but in CBD form. The Canada Dips lineup features products made for every man's lifestyle. All tins are proudly crafted from the hills of Humboldt County in California. It's filled with flavor and will give you that good vibe that CBD brings to the room. So what are you waiting for? Use the promo code BELLYUP20 in all caps at CanadaDips.com for 20% off your next order. That's bellyup20 at candidips.com. It's time to BS. figured out the reason why the microphones when there were two microphones why they were constantly echoed because they were facing the wrong way now at first you may think to yourself why the hell would microphones be facing the wrong way see when I turn the microphone like this sound a lot clearer you know it's a little bit right it's because Hear that? No, you can't hear that. Okay, see, there you go. Because the I have the newer or the newer NW700 microphone. Pretty good microphone considering it was like 30 bucks. And the problem is, unlike the Shure microphones, where the sound frequency is... You can face it a certain way that it picks up everything. Uh, the newer microphones, the NW700s, pick up only what's in front of them. So I'm currently talking in front of the microphone. There you go. Um, top story of the day, Brock Purdy tears his UCL in his throwing arm. If you're a baseball fan, you know exactly what that means. He's getting Tommy John surgery, six to nine month recovery. Nope, no big news whatsoever, which is unfortunate. 
Actually, I'm just kidding. Tom Brady finally retired. Please. Please. Please retire. Please. Not only for the sake of, you know, for the sake of the football fan. Because the dude clearly fell off a map. He fell off the face of the map last year. Like, I was... I was finding myself going, where the hell is Tom Brady? Is he still playing? Yeah, sure enough, he was still playing. He sacrificed, this dipshit sacrificed his entire fucking marriage for the sake of one more year of football. Men, ladies, whoever may be listening, if your significant other threatens to divorce your ass over... Over, let's say something stupid. There's probably a good reason why. Right, babe? Right. <laughs> this is funny. This is so funny. I, I feel bad for the guy because the dude's 45. He lost his entire fucking family. But then again, he was probably incredible. Incredibly stressed out or pissed off about his marriage. Because if he didn't even fight for his marriage, or his kids even, that's just as funny. You, you, you gotta feel bad. You gotta feel bad. Like, what, what levels of OCD, obsessive, compulsive nonsense have to go through this man's brain in order to risk your entire fucking marriage for the sake of one more year of football. Here's a better question. What the hell does Tampa Bay do? What the hell does Tampa Bay do now? I mean, they have no quarterback. They don't. They don't have a quarterback. They haven't had a quarterback since two years ago. When they were like, oh, we can force Brady to play till he's 50? No, you can't. No shit, you can't, because he just retired. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I, 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 I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he finally gets to enjoy his life, you know, however he may decide to live it. Retired, finally. And watch, come back in six months when, come back in six months in August. Tom Brady, breaking news. It's coming out of retirement for training camp with the Raiders. Watch. It's going to be the funniest shit. Um, but, God, if you're Tampa, what do you do? What do you do if you're Tampa? Uh, what do you have, the 19th pick in the draft? The 20th? The, the 21st pick? Y- you got to take a quarterback, right? Or are you going to trade for one? You have a good team. I mean, outside of, you know... Atlanta, you're the best team in your division. Maybe the Panthers, I don't know. I don't know, but if you're Tampa, I think you you can trade for Derek Carr. You might be able to get Jimmy Garoppolo, who knows? If he leaves San Francisco, we don't know. We have no idea. Um, more news. Netflix is getting rid of shared passwords. Literally the one thing that makes them the most money. Because more users equals more revenue. More revenue equals more content. More content, reverse this, replay the cycle. 
I don't know how dumbfoundedly stupid you can get in terms of running a business. Then again, I can't. I, I can't really say shit because I myself do not know how to run a business. I'm just a dude in front of a microphone with a cat and a beautiful woman. I'm just some dude. Like, I should not be in this position to be talking about business, but here we are. Um, but knowing Netflix the way they do, they listen to everyone. Oh, they listen to everyone. Uh, they'll probably reverse this and give share passwords back. <sighs> well, this is going on here. Um, let's see here. This this WrestleMania main event is scheduled to be as followed. Possibly the main event of night one is going to be Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens facing the Usos for the undisputed tag team championships. If Jay does cooperate, which we will find out tonight. By the way, it's 5.11 in the morning here on a Friday, February 3rd. Um, why am I up at 5 a.m.? Because we went to bed at 8.30. Woke up about an hour ago. What'd you say, babe? Yeah. An hour ago? Like an hour ago? And yeah. Made coffee, everything, made some toast, everything's good. But this whole main event of WrestleMania Night 2 is going to be Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, the winner of the 2023 Royal Rumble, which Babe says is bullshit. It is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Come out here and fucking talk, will you? <laughs> Come out here and talk. This is going to be great. I'm not prepared. Okay. Then stay in there. It's fine. <laughs> stay in the closet. <laughs> you are a prisoner. <laughs> it was BS, though. Okay, so, okay, here's the context of what, of what we're talking about here. Um, Katie wanted Gunther, formerly known as Walter, to win the Royal Rumble. He entered at number one, and he... Lasted all the way until the end. He lasted 72 and a half minutes, which is the all-time record. Um, and Cody eliminates him, entering number 30. It was going to happen. Babe, don't. here's the thing. They were milking this Cody Rhodes thing. They were milking Cody Rhodes to, to dethrone Roman Reigns since last year's WrestleMania. Really? Yeah, they were doing this since last year. Um, when he had, if, when he left AEW and then came back to WWE, well, I the problem is, is that he this this was his idea. The problem is that they he pitched this because his father, the late Great American Dream Dusty Rhodes, never won a World Heavyweight Title. He won the NWA World Heavyweight Title, but he never won the WWE the WWF Title. In his career. So he wanted to do something that his father never could have done. Because his father is no longer with us. Um, 
And then he didn't have to enter 30th. Well, that's the thing. He was going to enter the, a little work. No, that 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 was a stupid that, that was stupid. But at the same time, you have to give him you have to put this in perspective. He was coming off a torn uh, torn uh, pectoral muscle. All right. So, understandably so, but come on. I I, I get it, but like come on. Um so yeah, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns will headline WrestleMania 39 in Los Angeles, and I gotta say I'm fucking pumped. I'm pumped. I really am. I'm pumped. I'm very pumped. Hi. Hi. Uh, babe is currently outside the door. This is true. She's chilling. I'm chilling. You're chilling. Do you, you sure you don't need to plug in our microphone? Okay, no problem. Okay. Last time I'll ask. Um, it's all good. And you know what you're talking about. You're informed. Yes, yes. It's fair. No, no argument there. Um, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns will headline WrestleMania 39 uh, in Los Angeles night two. So that's gonna be fucking awesome. And my prediction will be as followed, and has always been the, as followed since Cody has been out since Hell in a Cell. With said torn pectoral muscle, um, Cody's gonna win. Cody will win the Royal Rumble and will headline WrestleMania in Los Angeles, which he is, and will dethrone Roman Reigns for the undisputed Universal World Heavyweight Championship, which is gonna happen. Knowing wrestling the way that we do, it's gonna happen. Why wasn't shit like this in TNA? Speaking of TNA, um, oh, we'll get to that later, actually. But like, I, I'm excited. I'm very excited to see exactly how this match will play out. We're we're watching that. We're watching that weekend, right? WrestleMania weekend. Oh, absolutely! Woo! And I turned her into a big time wrestling fan. I turned this woman into an Eagles fan, which is ironic because I'm a Seahawks fan. Well, she became an Eagles fan because of her father. And I turned her from a Ranger fan to an Islander fan. That's my greatest triumph. One of us. One of us. And I've informed her of the of the great history of wrestling. The only one that could teach her more wrestling history is, the, is Jim Cornette. That man is a walking wrestling encyclopedia. But, all right, TNA, there was a time when you and me were growing up, TNA Wrestling, Total Nonstop Action Wrestling, which before you say, oh, it's Total Nonstop Action, actually, funny story, Total Nonstop Action Wrestling was supposed to be tits and ass wrestling, I'm not even making that up. Google it. I'm not making that up. Um, if you were to Google the entire history of the name of TNA, I'm not making that up. And it was on Spike TV, formerly known as Spike TV. Now it's on Paramount. Now it's Paramount TV. Um, it's the funniest shit. But TNA was this big time wrestling promotion back in 2001. 2000, no, 2002 when they were they were established, and 
they were probably the biggest competition to Vince McMahon since WCW. And from 2003, let's call it, to 2009, they were on the top, or 2013, let's say. Sometime in between 2010 to 2013, everything just fell the fuck apart. Now, you may be wondering, how could a wrestling company fall off the face of the map in three years? For 2010-2013. Two words, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Simple as that. Um, Hulk Hogan entered, uh, signed with TNA and became part owner in 2010. Eventually had majority control of the company. And from there, got rid of the six-sided ring, replaced it with the squared, cir- with the squared ring, Everything just fell the fuck apart. You're trying too hard to be WWE, man. Trying too hard. Trying way too hard. Um, that's what made TNA so unique, which was it was something different. It was a lot more different than WWE. And just I'm gonna read the town off the top of my head: AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle, Sting, Matt and Jeff Hardy, Rhino, Christopher Daniels, Eddie Edwards. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, Bully Ray, Devon, uh, Brother Devon. You know, this is off the top of my head. The wrestling talent was amazing. You know, it's it's fucking awesome. And somewhere over the last ten years plus, TNA just completely fell off the map, and it's now Impact Wrestling. Great. Uh, more news. Aaron Foster, of course he is, is saying the NFL is scripted. And I say, of course he is, because this man is full of conspiracy theories galore. Nothing wrong with conspiracy theories, of course. But. Hold on. And we're back. Um, Arian Foster, of course, is saying the NFL is scripted. I, I don't know how to respond to these accusations other than the dude has an ungodly amount of drug addictions, including mushrooms, LSD, and weed. Nothing wrong with smoking weed from time to time, but like, dude. How high are you? (laughs) And then, of course, the entire NFL roster is... (laughs) T.Y. Hilton, this was my... uh, Oh, my God. The comments that were made. um, I won't say the more fucked up ones, but... uh, T.Y. Hilton, former Colts receiver T.Y. Hilton, was saying, Andrew, don't follow the script, please. Dude retires. (laughs) Arian, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Come on, bro. You're better than this. Come on, man. I can't help but laugh. I really can't help but laugh. Um, Yeah, I think the NFL has some explaining to do uh, in terms of being written by Vince McMahon, but hey, what do you know? 
Um, if the league is scripted, then the league is scripted. If it's not, then it's not. Who the fuck cares? Just tell us the truth. But the thing is, they'll never tell us the truth because the NFL is a multi-billion dollar fucking empire. Yay. Um, more news. Sean Payton hired as the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. Um, I love this. I love this. If you are a fan of the Area Attack podcast, you will know I rambled on this on Mike's podcast. And I said the only way that Russell Wilson is going to get better is if you hire Sean Payton. And what do you know? This man was right. <laughs> Somehow, someway, I continue to be right when it comes to these arguments. Here we are. A few months ago, when Nathaniel Hackett was... On the hot seat, back in week five, I said, Sean Payton could fix this team, and you motherfuckers refuse to listen to me. Yet, here we are. Sean Payton traded from, basically de facto traded from, New Orleans, from the New Orleans Saints contract to Denver as, as a result of multiple draft picks, including $15 million a year potentially. But the dude's going to get Denver on track. If there's anyone that's going to get the Broncos on track, it's this man. Um, especially Russell Wilson. God help us. Here's a funny fact that is probably old. Russell Wilson has 12 bathrooms in his, in his mansion in Denver. He really can't get Seattle out of his head. He really can't. If you get that joke, you're great. Um... But yeah, in all seriousness, uh, Sean Payton's going to help big time. Um, this is a man that comes from the Bill Parcells coaching tree. That's a big one. That's a big one to me. Because um, Pete Carroll, granted, great coach. Can't believe I'm saying that. Um, Sean Payton is more of a, yeah, I don't care who the hell you are. You're going to do whatever the fuck I say kind of coach. And Russ needs that. So, good on Denver. Next up, D'Amico Ryan, former linebacker of the Houston Texans and former defensive coordinator of the 49ers, is now the next head coach to be the Houston of the Houston Texans, his former team. Honestly, good. Good. Good hire. Can't complain. Um, really can't complain about this one, other than if they decide to trade up one spot from number two to number one in the NFL draft with Chicago. That'd be the stupidest move in the history of stupidest decisions. Because Chicago's going to take Will Anderson, number one. That's going to happen. And then Houston's going to take one of C.J. Stroud, one of the quarterbacks, Stroud or Young at number two. It's going to happen. I have not been wrong about this yet. Keyword is yet. Excuse me. That's what happens when you have cheese in the morning. Don't do it. I finished that pasta, by the way. It was delicious. The um, Olive Garden pasta. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. I heat it up and put a little bit of butter on top. This fucking bomb. That's very good. 
Um, but yeah, what I think is going to happen is, as I said before, one of Bryce Young or CJ Stroud is going to go number two. Will Anderson, number one. Bijan Robinson, um, which if you take the first two letters of his name, I think it's BJ, which is 12-year-old bullshit. Um, no, it's Bijan Robinson. Excuse me. Is it? Yes, it is. Oh, I won the Doug Walker Award? Good for him. It's B-I-J. Jesus. Sorry. That was 12-year-old bullshit. Um, <laughs> I tried. I did. Uh, and then the Colts are going to take a quarterback at number four. And then the Seattle, which is crazy to think, the Seattle Seahawks, who made the playoffs this year, and courtesy of Denver, owns their draft pick. Crazy shit. Uh, we'll take Jalen Carter. Whoever goes number one is going to go number five to Seattle. One of Anderson or Carter is going to go number five. It's going to happen. <laughs> Next. Um, wow, I completely lost track of where the hell I was going. Oh, yeah. Um, small market teams are doing really good in the NBA. Except for Portland for some reason. Then again, which clearly shows how um, uninformed I am of the NBA this year. All I know is that the Knicks beat Miami last night, and that makes me happy. Makes me happy as a Knicks fan. That's the thing. I, I own a Miami Heat hat and one of their rings, but I don't have any Knicks gear. Which clearly shows my love for Heat culture. Um, here's what I mean by small market teams. Minnesota's doing good. Sacramento's doing, all, is doing really good. If you want the full-blown stupidity of NBA small market teams. Ah, here's one. Charlotte is 15-38. Orlando is 20-32. Oklahoma City, granted, is a small market team, is 24-27. And once again... Everyone's talking about, what's wrong with the Lakers? What's wrong with the Lakers? Why the Lakers this? Why the Lakers that? Shut up. Shut up. I don't care about your constant dick-sucking of the Lakers. Because LeBron's going to break the scoring record. And then everyone's going to shut the hell up. ESPN gas bagging. I hate it. I really do. I honestly really do. Thank you, Belly Up, for not being this gas baggy. Thank you very much. Um, I forgot there was an alarm set. That sounds terrible on the microphone. Apologies. Um, but small market teams in the NBA, the N- the Major League Baseball, NHL, and to a degree the NFL. Um, see... What the NHL, NBA, and NFL do right that baseball does not do is that they have a salary cap. Baseball does not. Um, and baseball's wondering, oh, how do we solve the small market league, the small market team struggle? The Miami Marlins, the Pittsburgh Pirates, Cincinnati Reds. The, granted, the Anaheim Angels, but they're in Anaheim, so really doesn't make a whole fuck difference. Um, I can keep fucking going. Um, 
Kansas City. Probably not Detroit, but Oakland. You know, Colorado. And people wonder why the hell this team, why the hell there are teams that for some reason can't do fucking good. Arizona, there's another one. San Diego is the only exception, which they're doing pretty good. So is Milwaukee. But they were out of playoffs last year, so it doesn't make a fuck difference. Um, but those other teams I just mentioned, yeah, they're fucking small market teams. What do you expect? And what do you know? They're at the bottom of the barrel. What do you expect? Uh, so what happens when owners don't give a shit. The, Mar- the Marlins in particular, years ago, years ago, uh, they had the league MVP in Giancarlo Stanton who had like 60-something home runs that year. I think it was like 60, 62 home runs, which is second in the National League history. Give me a second. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton, 2017 season. Giancarlo Stanton, 2017 season. He had... How many do you have? How many did he have in 2017? We well, had like an unbelievable fucking tear. Um, where oh, he had 59 home runs. Close enough. Um, and then proceeds to trade his ass to the Yankees. As a baseball fan, you're excited, but as an actual hardcore baseball fan, you have to be nothing short of annoyed. Because small market teams always run into this problem where they're forced to trade their big-name players. Um, It's because baseball doesn't have a salary cap, and they refuse to make a salary cap. Um, The thing is, they're never going to do it. They're never going to make a salary cap. And they have no choice but to do it. Like, the thing is that what the, what the NHL is doing right is that every stinking team can win every night. Every team can win every night. Except maybe San Jose, but I'm just kidding. San Jose might actually be doing pretty good, to my knowledge. Uh, no, they're not. Uh <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, the thing, like the thing that the NHL is doing somewhat right, uh, is that teams like Buffalo, teams like Columbus, teams like Nashville to a degree, Arizona, you know, San Jose. I mean, th- th- they all have a salary cap, and they all have potential to be pretty good if they manage the cap right. Thing is, is a salary cap. So you have to... It's a chill on a math. But... The NFL's doing this... The NFL did this right also. Jacksonville, for the first time in... Since 2017... Made the playoffs and won their division. They had back-to-back first overall picks. They won, I think... Four games... In two years. That's upsetting. That's just plain upsetting. But, like, the, if you want to solve this small market team problem, just make a salary cap in baseball. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. 
Um, but anyway, I've been rambling on for about almost a half an hour, so I think I'm going to end it here on a high note. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Time to BS with Daniel Smooth, hosted by me, Daniel Smooth. Um, we're coming to you from the beaches of Long Island, New York, as per usual. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you guys in this life or the next one. Laters.